0: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizzik.com socks. Let's get it. All football. All the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Elliot Sure What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Friday, June 9th, and this is the Best Football Show Podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button for auto-downloads and make sure you leave a five-star review to help the show grow. As we continue our tour around the NFL, looking at one key question for each team, let's take a look today at the AFC South, a division that in terms of just no real contender, you know, maybe only one good team really compares a lot to the NFC South. Uh, you know, one of these teams is going to make the playoffs. I think the AFC South, the top is a little stronger, but ultimately compared to other divisions, the AFC South just doesn't have the same type of competitiveness. It doesn't have the same type of talent, and what it does have is looking forward two of the more intriguing teams in terms of a new head coach and quarterback duo, you probably won't see the immediate results from that next season. But going forward, this is a division that a year from now, when we're looking at it, could be one of the stronger divisions if these young quarterbacks play out. So let's look at each of the four teams and look at one key question for each. Let's start at the top with the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars last year make the playoffs win the division, win a playoff game, and the future with Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence looks extremely bright. When you look at some of the best head coach quarterback duos in the NFL, there are not many you would take over them right now. Doug Peterson has won a Super Bowl. Trevor Lawrence, former number one pick. First season together, they have one of the better seasons the Jaguars have had in a really long time. So there is a lot of reason to be hopeful. But for me, the main question for the Jaguars is, can Doug Peterson sustain his success? Can he repeat the success of last year? I got the chance to cover Doug up close in Philadelphia during his time with Eagles. I saw him win that Super Bowl in 2017. And you saw last year with the Jaguars, what makes him a special head coach that allowed him to win in 20 uh, 2017 that Super Bowl. Super smart guy, really good with his players, great with quarterbacks, really good at offensive scheming. But what happened after Doug won in 2017 is he was unable to come up with a counterpunch. The Eagles went from 2017 to taking a step back in 2018, another step back in 2019, and then an even further step back in 2020 ultimately leading to him being fired from the team. Now, a lot played into that. Carson Wentz was hurt. Carson Wentz never turned into the same quarterback he was in 2017. When you have a bad quarterback, it's really hard to win. Trevor Lawrence is not coming off a major injury. Trevor Lawrence, you would assume, has a brighter future than Wentz ended up having with with Doug in Philadelphia. But I didn't think Doug did a great job hiring new coaches in Philadelphia as coaches left. I didn't think... I didn't sense that same fire from him uh, after he won that Super Bowl that I did, uh, you know, prior to it when he came in 2016 and he had to prove everybody wrong. I think last year with Doug, it was kind of him at his best in terms of everyone's doubting him. No one thinks he's going to go to Jacksonville and win, and he goes and he does it. Now, he didn't win the Super Bowl, obviously, but in some ways with Jacksonville, that felt like a a momentous season. So I'll be really interested to see how Doug handles next year. He wasn't able to sustain success in Philadelphia, and in Jacksonville, it'll be a little bit easier, again, because of the quarterback situation, the division he's in. I think there's a better chance for it. But, you know, Trevor Lawrence, we have a good idea of what he is. He needs to work on his turnovers a little. We saw that in the playoff game. They're adding Calvin Ridley. I mean, this is a team that should not have any competition in the division. In reality, they should be competing for a number two seed or a number three seed, considering they basically have six wins in the division that they should get fairly easily. So this is a team that should be hosting playoff games, potentially even second round playoff games. Can Doug do it? Can Doug keep it going in Jacksonville, or will, or will he take the same step back that he did in Philadelphia? I, I believe in Doug. I think he's a great coach. Let's see him do it again before we're, we're quick to say the Jaguars are ready to compete seriously for winning the AFC. All right, the, other, the next team in this division I want to talk about is the Indianapolis Colts. Another head coach that I got to cover in Philadelphia. Lots of, lots of Eagles ties uh, throughout the league when it comes to coaching. Shane Steichen takes the job as Indianapolis Colts head coach. And for me, the question is, can Shane Steichen do what he did Uh, with Jalen Hurts, with Anthony Richardson. You already see reports coming out of Indianapolis that Anthony Richardson is impressing. You know, he's getting the playbook down. He's making great throws. He had a 60-plus yard touchdown in OTAs earlier this week, apparently. So we know the physical tools are there with Anthony Richardson. My concern with him coming out of Florida was his passing numbers were abysmal. His accuracy numbers were terrible. Shane Steichen came to Philadelphia and helped turn Jalen Hurts into what he is today. Lots of people deserve credit for Jalen, including Jalen himself. Prop, you know, easily number one. But Shane Steichen did a great job helping that offense, helping to make sure that offense tailored to Jalen Hurts' strengths. He worked with Jalen Hurts. He put, called the plays for Jalen Hurts, and now Shane Steichen gets a chance to do it again with Anthony Richardson. Gardner Minshew was there. He was there in Philadelphia with with Shane Steichen. But in reality, every game Gardner Minshew starts is kind of a waste of time for the Colts. They need to play Anthony Richardson right away, get him those reps, get him under center, get him in live action against NFL defenses, and get him developed. Because moving forward, he is going to be the guy. And obviously the signs already are are promising. So what I'm looking for in Indianapolis is, can Shane Steichen... Get this guy ready by week one. Can he build an offense that has Anthony Richardson ready to play the first week uh, of the season? Because they need to go out and get him reps. And if Shane Steichen does it again, obviously he already has a head coaching job. There's no, there's nowhere further to go but up. But if Shane Steichen does what he did in Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts and then does it again with Anthony Richardson, that would be extremely impressive. And I think it puts him on, you know, not the short list of best head coaches, because he still has to win games and all those things, but it would be one of the more impressive coaching displays we've seen over the last two years if he's able to do it. So I think Shane is a very bright guy. Uh, I think that he has it in him to do it. And that is my biggest question. Will Shane Steichen develop Anthony Richardson the same way he did Jalen Hurts? And how soon is it going to take Anthony Richardson to get out on the field? Going from the second best team in the division, in my opinion, to not the third best team, but another team with a quarterback question and a young quarterback, the Houston Texans. And this is the question for me. Can C.J. Stroud be the best quarterback in the division? I don't think Anthony Richardson can be the best quarterback next year. I don't think Ryan Tannehill can be the best quarterback next year. I think there's a world where C.J. Stroud outplays Trevor Lawrence next year. I think C.J. Stroud was easily the best quarterback prospect in this year's draft. I think what he did at Ohio State was extremely impressive. He's already very accurate good decision maker, can be a plus player in the run game, good arm. He has all the tools to be just as good as Trevor Lawrence. And what you see consistently in the NFL is, as much as we love to break down offensive line, defensive line, you know, skill position players, all those things matter 100%. But most of the time, if you have the quarterback that has the best season in the division, you are going to win the division. I don't think the Houston Texans are going to win the division. But if C.J. Stroud comes in and lives up to the hype right away, if he gives them, you know, obviously good quarterback play, the Texans are going to be competitive. It's hard to have good quarterback play and not be competitive, especially in this division. So, I think there is a chance C.J. Stroud comes in next year and is, of all the rookie quarterbacks, the one that makes the quickest impact right away. I think Bryce Young is going to take some time. I think Anthony Richardson is going to take some time. Will Levis in Tennessee, which we'll talk about in a second, might not even play. C.J. Stroud's the one to me that could come in and, and really make an impact. And in this division, while, I again, I think the Jaguars will win it, It is a division that is somewhat up in the air, and I think the best quarterback play will be the one that that ends up winning it. Obviously, a new head coach in D'Amico Ryans, new culture there in Houston. Houston is a bit of a a wild card, a bit of a dark horse to me, simply because of C.J. Stroud, and I think he's the most pro-ready of all the quarterbacks. So for Houston, the question is, can C.J. Stroud be the best quarterback in the division? And if he is, get ready for a more competitive division in the AFC South. All right, the last team I want to talk about Kind of the most boring team in a weird way, which is interesting because for so many years they were easily the best team in this division, the Tennessee Titans. And for the Titans, the question is very obvious. Is the window shut? Is it over? They had a chance. They won double-digit games, the 11 wins, 12 wins, advanced to the conference uh, finals. I mean, this is a team that that made a run, had a real run at it. But I think the window probably is shut on this team. Last year, they go 7-10. and 10. And you can go, okay, well, Ryan Tannehill was hurt, and that's why you know their season ended where it did and why they didn't beat Jacksonville in that final game. But when Ryan Tannehill played this year, the 12 games he played, he was 6-6 six six with 13 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. He did not light the world on fire. They go out, they draft Will Levis. I think there's a real discussion to be had about just playing Will Levis and getting this thing over with, moving on from Ryan Tannehill. He's not the guy. The only thing he's going to do at this point is win you enough games to keep you out of drafting a quarterback super high. That's the only thing he's going to do. And in what's a really strong quarterback class next year, I think there's an argument for just putting Will Levis out there and seeing if he can play. And, you know, of course you don't want to throw him out there if you think he's completely unready. I mean, Malik Willis last year, clearly they didn't think he was ready with how long they stuck with Ryan Tannehill. But Tennessee, this could be the last go-around for Mike Vrabel. If it's really bad this year, if they go – Five wins, six wins, something like that. There's an argument for moving moving on from Mike Vabel, restarting this thing, getting a new quarterback, getting a new head coach, so we could be witnessing this year the end of Tennessee's time as a legit contender. I never viewed them as a super legit contender, strictly because I never believed in Ryan Tannehill, but they were the number one seed. They had home playoff games. I think those days are probably over, and now it's time to find out, do they have it in them to make another run, or is a major rebuild coming in Tennessee? This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button, and please leave a five-star review if you like what you hear, and I'll talk to you guys next time.